0: this episode of the China Arts Podcast, I met up with musician, songwriter, and former UN relief worker Paul Meredith in his beautiful old home in Shanghai.
1: Want
0: to study music from different traditions, straight from the people playing it? What if you could jam, collaborate, and create with musicians who know how to make tradition accessible and are interested in sharing with others? At the Compass World Arts Music Camp this August, you can. Check out compassworldarts.com and open your music to
2: the world. Sound Forge, and um, I don't think I would use anything else because I don't think I have the pay. After a while mm-hmm. with these things, you, just, you yeah, just yeah, yeah, You know all you the shortcuts. Your hands yes. are like flying across the way. keyboard and, and you stuff. Get things done pretty straightforward. What what uh, what website do you work for? Um, I'm the editor for Business mm-hmm. Okay, and, so you uh, a... started in. Uh, Peter, the 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 boss there, started mm-hmm. it uh, um, in two thousand and five or six. Oh wow! And I came on very early. Just, okay. I used we used to record them all here in Shanghai, but now he's moved on to other places. But we still like you do nowadays. You just mm-hmm. go with Dropbox and or or FTP and grab the files, and I edit it. I put in all the the bells and whistles. I do all the spacing. And, I say, oh, that's not good English or something like that, and I'm trying mm-hmm. to go, go grab back. it. He said it right, you know, in this other take or whatever. And so, throw it out, make it all nice, compress it, make it sound smooth. And sure. Then, yeah. And then send the finished one back, mm-hmm. and that's the one that gets uh, rendered to MP3 and released on on the site. And we have done 200. and... I'm on number 267. Wow. I think. What is it, yeah. and if you related
0: that to time, what would that turn into?
2: About thirty weeks out of the year, I I get a <laughs> thirty or 30, more than thirty. I get a I get a, something out on, on the Whoa. on the site, and I spend hours and hours and playing around with it. So it's a nice for me personally. It's enabled me to um, uh, to go wherever and still you know have something that, that i need that i need to do and
0: get yeah there. yeah you can
2: yeah, kind of do it on work on it
1: on the kind road like kind of. what you can do, you can do yeah. That.
0: That's <laughs> nice. yeah it's nice to be able to edit and stuff on trains so do you
2: want me to introduce myself to you? yeah yeah well mm-hmm. first uh,
0: welcome to the china arts podcast thank Hooray, you paul so for joining us
2: yeah i'm <laughs> paul and uh we're here in shanghai on a beautiful day with uh, sandy our 14 year old dog and dada our six-month-old dog that terrorized the heck out of poor Sam. <laughs> <Andy. laughs> They're your, not arguing just now, but we'll, they soon will be.
0: Dada seems to be sleeping with some ear. She has a some casts
2: around her ears, it looks like. T- yeah, the, the, some, when, before we got her, they clipped her ears, as they do to these kind of dogs sometimes. Oh. But then my wife said, no, don't do that. So she shipped it to the vet and tried to surgically repair the ears. Oh, really? Yeah. They're going to be very floppy, weird-looking ears when they're done. But they're, they're um, going to work? Mm. Kind of? Well, I, I, to me, I'm a practicalist. Ears are for hearing. Right. So <laughs> as long as they work, <laughs> fine. All that but, floppy stuff. Yeah. She's <laughs> the artist. That I means, so oh, they have to look right, and they have to have us a statement. They, <laughs> they, need, they need to see something. When you see those ears, yeah. Yeah, so.
0: yeah. <laughs> see, you've been in Shanghai for a while, then.
2: Uh, 11 over 11 years coming on 12 I think wow. yeah yeah okay. yeah which you would think uh my Chinese you know would be great but uh, something in my brain is resisting <laughs> yeah and where where were you before you came to China We lived in Hong Kong for 10 years Oh okay. that's probably all the cantonese is probably what messed me up Yeah you got all- yeah <laughs> so that, I'm old china I've been here since 1990 Whoa. Uh, in, okay okay in China, but since before my son was born, who is now, he's a man now. He's a, a man now? Yeah. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, a long time here in China, and all our kids were raised uh, here. We moved, we did the big move here to Shanghai, <coughs> excuse me, in 2002. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And uh, I kind of you since you, you you wanted to ask about me, I was I worked for the UN uh, for many years, and I was a relief oh, right. worker in Hong Kong and other places. Uh, a what sorry? A relief worker. Ah. Oh, okay. <clears throat> there, uh, um, for the UN, but that kind of career, uh, it's kind of for singles. It takes you mm. around to different places and posts, and then over a while you can. T- and my wife was so established as an artist and the family and things like that. What I wanted to do was just move somewhere into mainland China and yeah. kind of have a new life. Get away from the, the Hong Kong bubble. The bubble. So, yeah. So we did that, and we've been here since 2002, late 2002. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you were there during the handover then? I was in Hong Kong during the handover. I have an entire CD about, with handover songs. <laughs> handover, like, oh, yeah. of that you wrote? That I wrote, yeah, yeah. It's called "Waiting for a Chinese Sun to Shine." Wow. And okay. uh, yeah, <clears throat> so but that I I did finish that one in the late '90s and whatever, and that was kind of it was an exciting time to to be in in Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. Although I think looking back, I mean, it's it was a little too much media attention on on poor Hong Kong. I mean, it, yeah, I'm not sure it really. Wouldn't have been better to just have a little bit less, mm. yeah. But I love going back to Hong Kong. Uh, my wife's family is; she grew up there, and so okay. That's, okay. Yeah, so that's why we spent there. And all of the nineties, all I remember is is my kids crying in the middle of the night, and me like getting up and marching them back and forth. So <laughs> that's all I remember.
0: So you you. How many CDs do you have then now? If you, you, you've uh, got I've a Handover used... s-
2: album. You've got the album that <clears throat> you gave me. I started trying to write songs because I love songwriting. I love mm-hmm. a good song, don't we yeah. all? Yeah, absolutely. So I like to try to write a good song. Mm-hmm. And when I halfway, when I write a song, I try to say, "Okay, but is this a good song? At least for for me? Anyway. Mm-hmm. Am I? Do do I like it?" And so I. I started doing that in uh early nineties so I'd say yeah trying to you know get over all my broken hearts <laughs> and trying to write good songs and then um uh so I've released now six I'm working on number seven yeah wow okay yeah just Hi, so songs and things like that where do you are you do
0: you record them yourself mostly you I record, record them all myself
2: i, I Uh, The first one that I ever did, I I felt frustrated that I said, I think I need to try to learn some recording chops on my own. Mm. And all musicians now, I mean, I'm 10 years behind every curve, (laughs) technology-wise or whatever. Every musician now knows that. But I I don't know. But even then,
0: they're still 10 years behind the
2: the latest Can't all us musicians get together and just have a good cry? (laughs)
1: We're we're just not...
2: uh, you know, we, we miss out on the things that we need to know, although the advantage I suppose of that is then we learn to, to ask people to help us when we need help. True. And for, for uh, finally, uh, there was a pretty long gap between CDs for me because I gradually felt frustrated at my skills mm-hmm. and I finally asked someone to, to help me to to record the tracks. And I switched over to a better digital format for me. So. Uh, that was the last one in China. Now is the name of my CD, and mm. it uh, I just finished putting it out a couple months ago. And simultaneously, uh, I released a collection of recordings that I did with my band, the Nomads. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, call and the CD is called Nomads, and they're both on CD Baby. You can just uh, okay find them there, and click download, the and they're all stream. Channel. They're all f- the whole songs are they're all free streaming. Just mm-hmm. just listen to them and enjoy. Yeah, if you like them, r- recommend them to your rich uncle, <laughs> <laughs> who might be interested in China and he can buy them. That's great. But they're free to people enjoy listen. I I
0: love the the um, the pictures in your latest one. Thank you. Like, on the bike, the old bike going down the street with the with the the rows of trees on either side.
2: And that to me is a picture of Shanghai. Totally. What totally. I love is what I love about, about Shanghai. Um, you wouldn't have thought, I wouldn't have thought before coming here how lovely the streets in this French Concession are, mm. uh, with these beautiful trees and the boy, the town, they take care of them, yeah, and uh, they're 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 very nice about it. So it's a it's a very pretty town, and being from Michigan as I am, I like it c- compared to Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. The streets are flat. I can you can ride a bike, which you don't do in Hong Kong much. You can ride a bike, and you can. You don't have to climb hills or fall down hills, and all you need to do is avoid all the spit on the streets. You're fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I mean, I, I wish I'd known you longer, but I mean, I'm glad that we've met. And that I, I, we didn't. We just met, really. I mean,
2: yeah. We have a Kirk, and I have a friend who is one of those people <laughs> who is a nexus. That means a person, for some reason, they meet everybody and they enjoy introducing people to each other. And, yes. And the, the Nexus We people. should all just glom on to people like that <laughs> and like bow down and say thank you.
0: You know. Exactly. But I, I was I was so impressed with your your song about spitting that you you performed. Oh, that's at, right. That's, that's at that art thought. space. What was the name of that art space again? It was. Um, I don't why, remember, but it was a lovely little gallery, gallery that 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 this, had the.
2: Yeah, that, that that had your group come in and, and play some songs. Right, and that right. That was a very fun show. But you're, that
0: that was that was really fun. The, the acoustic set there. Yeah. Um, I actually got a pretty good recording from that. The, oh. That I had a, basically a condenser mic just set up right in front of us, and then oh, I had boy. my Marantz going. Well, in the I, room.
2: Yeah. Um, That's a fun song. But I, I think
0: I have you playing that song. So if if I can get the recording, you know, good enough. I'll uh I'll definitely send it your way just you know for your sure, records sure sure well I can do a couple for you today too yeah, yeah uh, that would be that would be fantastic
2: i brought the the condenser uh but to your listeners let me just i uh, tell them a little bit more uh yeah um i've i played in i came to shanghai finished this this uh kind of career i wanted to be able to spend more time at home and not be traveling around i became a guitar teacher in the schools Okay. Uh, gear, and I taught guitar for quite some years mm-hmm. until until my kids. I realized one one day a couple of years ago that they're all in the U.S. and I'm losing them all. and So I said, mm-hmm. "Okay, I'm I'm going to just pack up and go back home for, for a little while and, mm-hmm. and hover over them before I can't hover anymore." Yeah. And now before I can't, can't. Now I can't hover anymore. Oh. Dad, go away. Go live, <laughs> no. go live your life. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they said. Yeah, so um, I did that and uh, played in the, some of the clubs here for quite a long time mm-hmm. uh, I met uh, uh, I would go to the, like you do, you go to the, all the open mics, you try to meet some of the musicians right, things like right. that uh, I met a guy named Clayton we, we had a gig at one of the clubs here and then we went on a trip to Hangzhou and we met uh, Tom Pang and Jerry Liu mm. they are two they were called Tom and Jerry back then. They're wonderful musicians. I think everybody knows them mm-hmm. in Shanghai, and I think Tom Pang's getting pretty famous around China. And, and such. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we uh, barnstormed with them in Hangzhou for a night or two, and then uh, we said, "Come on down to Shanghai." And they did, and we played. Uh, I played with Tom and Jerry for like four or five years at uh, at um, at a place here and some other places. Had a great time, uh, all good stuff. And then, you know, things all come to an end as they do. Mm. And I got tired of singing in the bars and tried to, my best to transition to something else. And what I'm trying to do nowadays is write songs about all of our experiences in China and present them at, with Chinese players <clears throat> to audiences and universities in the West. That have chinese programs mm. and because i because I've discovered having when I did this last year and it was a, had a great time uh American students anyway of Chinese they study Chinese and it's probably pretty good mm-hmm. nevertheless uh for them uh, to actually meet someone a musician from china that can in a kind of a easy way talk about you know life in China. This is great for American students. They really, Absolutely. they are still far away from that kind of experience. And so on the ground uh, kind of, yeah, very, experience. very welcome. And my fellows, uh, it, it, we, they, we try to present, you know, nicely about China and living mm-hmm. in China and talk honestly about things. And I think it's been well received and it, it amplifies or underscores my belief in cultural exchange. It's mm-hmm. something that I really like. Mm hmm. So, music for cultural exchange and doing all that stuff, and I get to play with some fun with some fun players <laughs> so I'm
0: curious at this point, do you or maybe in the past as well, I mean in terms of because you had the recording, you had the albums and so forth right um, to what extent were you able to kind of travel around china and, and to or the world and, and tour uh,
2: perform in other places <clears throat> uh I had some shows in China. I played now and again in other places. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did quite a lot of performing uh, 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 as members of a band. That Sometimes you get the circuit where you go to a, a satellite town and you'll spend a weekend there doing some shows and things like that. Right, right. But this is the first chance that I've had these days to actually try to bring my own music or kind of creative music about China uh, where I feel a little bit more fresh. Like mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't have to do all the old kind of country standards or whatever standards mm-hmm. that, that you're supposed to do when, when you play the kind of music that I did for a mm-hmm. long time. So uh, it feels, I'm trying to step out and put, get away from that nowadays and, and, and do that. Uh, a nice thing is that, uh, I've always wanted to be—I've uh, always wanted to join a Chinese band and, oh. and be a part of be a part of their music and mm-hmm. then try, try to encourage Chinese players. Just because an American is in the band, to not have to like play necessarily American songs. Yeah, and I'm having a lot of fun with that with with the players that, I, that I'm playing now. Mm-hmm. One is I should just i'm going to just pause for a minute i'm hoping that that while you're here Joe Chow might come i've invited him yeah. He is a very important player in in uh in Shanghai and in china, and mm-hmm. i'm hoping to bring him with our group uh to play uh in do some shows in the u s as well
1: mm-hmm.
2: Our program uh, which is called in China now was supported by universities. Uh, and Confu- in particular, Confucius Institute, uh, oh, really? help okay. to help to kind of spread the word around, and uh, help us to perform in in some places. And we're hoping to enc- encourage uh-huh. our relation with them too.
0: Yeah. Did so, did you? So does that involve grant writing and stuff, or is that kind of? It should. Uh, it should. Eventually
2: maybe. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And 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 I believe that it will. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, right now, it's just asking them to kind of spread the word, share some of the cost, and do some things.
0: That's great that they'll do that.
2: Yes, yeah, awesome. they were just really great. We played at the University of Michigan uh, last time and had a very great, successful program. And wow. The other nice thing is that so often abroad, if you're involved with the Chinese program, the the performers, the art that you might see from China is very either ancient or mm. formal or kind of a little bit highbrow. And I don't think it helps your average foreign listener, they might enjoy uh, the program, but it really doesn't give them any idea about what it's really like to live in China now. Mm. Uh, and so we bring it, like your music, you know, it's mm. very down home. It's country music. Don't we love discovering the ways that 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 certain kind of parts of of our folk music traditions, mm-hmm. they can easily share and things like that. And the right. exciting thing yeah. is, is that I'm a banjo player. I love playing the banjo, and mm-hmm. I've discovered that Chinese people love the banjo, too. Yeah. Because it sounds it sounds such a, like a folk instrument, and it totally. sounds like yeah, yeah. their own <laughs> folk traditions. It sounds a lot like the pipa, I think, to them. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I, they just... I think that somehow, when they hear that sound of the banjo, they know that they're going to get something direct. Mm-hmm. They feel like they're going to get something that is not... Overly, you know ostentatious or highbrow or something how, and the same thought same thing for foreign audiences I think. Sure. How,
0: how do you? Generally when you're performing <clears throat> in China and I, and also at the University of Mich- Michigan was it? Yeah, from uh, Michigan. Yeah um, How do you deal with with the sound for your banjo? I mean in, in our case we we have basically every possible scenario for making a banjo sound like a banjo on a stage how do you
1: (laughs) because I've worked
2: with Jerry as a banjo player and I've worked with him for you know for for many years now Mm -hmm. and it's a challenge Um, uh, I have yet to find the holy grail of a banjo pickup that sounds great (laughs) you know when when you uh, uh, plugged in right and it's always kind of a chore to have a technician actually install a banjo pickup anyway yeah so you banjo players like fiddle players very often, the similar kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. A, a fiddle sounds so much better when it when a good mic is on it, and so mm-hmm. the fiddle player just has to kind of suck it up and just hold the fiddle at, at a steady place <laughs> to the mic. The only nice thing is is that you know when they sing, then you know they you know they're, they're it's like, yeah 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 it's yeah, to work it. on the, yeah it's good for a <laughs> yeah yeah actually a guitarist when you, when you record a guitar that. The plug-in is nice, but it's so much. When you record, you should put a mic in front of it, just because right. you get the the air, you get the sound traveling through mm-hmm. the space. So, mm-hmm. it's a challenge. Uh, we just used mics. We we, we had it. We 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 stand when we play, so okay. We just have the mic up, and we just stay close enough to it, and then after that, we just say, well, if there's a sound tech, then it becomes their problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: We we've tried. I mean, everything from Pointing a microphone at the banjo, to you know, wrapping a, ma- a a microphone in something and putting it inside, and like kind of taping it inside the banjo, and yeah, uh, using
2: the pickup, using a combination of those. Th- it's and uh, and the saddest thing is, is, a, is, is a year ago uh, I was banjo shopping, and they advertised on you know we've got the Guitar Center, we've got this great banjo mm. that. Uh, that that has its own pickup to plug in Uh and I went I took a trip all the way to to play it and it was horrible it's just a terrible instrument so however at Mm -hmm. least uh, I I bought another one which didn't have the pickup and Mm it's fine so no I'm I'm sure that the technology is there to have good banjo pickups but I somewhere wouldn't (laughs) any pro banjo player love to have that sound sorted out seriously I mean, I mean,
0: even, I have I a pretty decent guitar, I mean, it's, a, it's a, one of those Taylor Jumbos, and oh, I great. love it, I mean, it's my, my, my baby, I yeah. love that thing, but even still, um, it has a really good all-around sound for different things, for right. like finger-picking, for flat-picking, for, yeah, for, for chords, um, but it's, it, you know, it kind of lacks that sound like that a Martin might have, which is kind of a woodier, sort of earthier tone, it's, yeah. it's very bright-sounding, generally, and so,
2: like my guitar, my my Shanghai guitar compared what is, to it's, Martin, what's that called? It's again? a lag guitar. Lag, L-A-G. And it sounds nice and clear and bright, but it doesn't have that warm mm. woodsy undertone, right, right. Th- that's clean that a, that a good Martin has. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But in China, I, I've looked at the Martin guitars, the good Martin dreadnought guitars, and I just they're just so expensive.
0: I think last time we were at Tipsy Fiddler. Some, uh, Alan has a beautiful one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, yeah his is super, super nice. Yeah, super nice. Yeah. And he was actually saying there's like a, um, there's a place that sells secondhand guitars here.
2: Well, there's somewhere? a place that, yeah, on uh, our music street in Shanghai is a Jingling Dong Road. Jingling and, Dong, Okay. Yeah, and uh, they have some shops there that that has some Martins, but there's one that advertised they they sell Martin guitars, and I didn't see a single one of them for under. Twelve thousand. Wow. Uh, Rem and B. Wow. Yeah, and okay. that's just not quite my budget right now. Seriously. Yeah, I
0: you know with the fiddle sound, it's it's always, it's kind of, it's there, it's not, and I uh,
2: just put up with it. Well, remember the at least you know banjo. Talking of of miking or picking the banjo, mm-hmm. the banjo anyway is a loud instrument. Right, so, right, so. so it's a little bit okay. If, <laughs> uh, probably. Some leeway yeah. there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, we're sitting in this, like, amazing house. Uh, I just want to ask you real quick, yeah. since, I, since I'm recording this conversation yeah. now, like, what is the
2: history of this house, exactly? This I mean. house was built and I wish my wife Caroline was here, because mm-hmm. she would merit, since you, you enjoy talking about artists, mm-hmm. she is one of the premier artists, uh, Caroline Chang, the Pottery Workshop, you look it up and it's just a huge thing in fact you should be familiar with their shop uh on in uh, Nan, Nanlaogushi. yes there yes in in Beijing. absolutely so uh she does that um she's the one that uh, found the play or found the place and looked at this and uh it was two thousand and one the the history was i think was built in the forties pretty sure mm-hmm Yeah, forties um and there's a row of houses like this on uh, on either side, so mm-hmm. they were all built at the same time, but uh we were very, very lucky to get this mm. during those early years fairly early when when uh um, people started people started selling uh, uh real estate quite a lot i think that that age is a bit past mm-hmm. where you can get it for a good price anyway mm-hmm. yeah. like the woods I mean, they're all Dark, yeah. That dark, dark sort of is that teak or something that, that, that oh, Chinese yeah. wood, and there's these French-looking uh, wire kind of ornamented uh, doors. Right. Yeah. And is that iron or what is that? It? It's like it's yeah, some kind of iron. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's a pretty place. Well, um,
0: do you mind if I record you playing some guitar I'm stuff? Happy, happy to.
2: Yeah. In okay. fact, I was thinking. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, I got a song that I, I might I thought I might share, which uh, i don't know it's meant to be a little tongue in cheek I suppose humor <laughs> it's about something that uh, when you come to china uh, if, if you come to China for any time and if you haven't gone to a, a Jiaozi party then <laughs> then then you haven't you've missed something. <laughs> so <clears throat> are, you, are you talking about the kind of parties where you you, you hang you, out with a bunch of people and you call ja and, and you make jaze <laughs> yeah, and you drink a lot and you do you know you hardly even sit down you just run around and you know you're eating all the time and making the ja all the time there's a lot of noise and and so on, <clears throat>
1: <laughs>
2: so do you have to just play or is it is it
0: yeah uh i can i've got my condenser mic I could set that up to uh, anything so, you like um well why don't you go ahead and and uh We'll try this and then. All right, I can all like right. So,
2: so the song is about. It's called "Jobs on the Fourth of July." I think that title kind of gives <laughs> gives an idea. Uh, not much more need to be said about it. So let me try it.
1: <laughs>
2: Expatriates in China try to stay strong. It's summer back stay exciting. Having a little party, I'll tell you why. We're all gonna make a on the fourth of July. What's a jiaozi? <laughs> <laughs> little Chinese dumplings, cute as can be. Yummier than a hot dog. Well we battery. Well, we'll make a meet vegetarian if one you out. I'm for the Try it, give, yeah, give it a strum. Hello. It's not bad, it's, yeah. I thought it was a good, um, <clears throat> I thought it was okay to get.
1: <clears throat>
2: yeah, it's, just, it's got such a full sound. There's a, the strings felt good for finger style stuff, and I do a lot of, uh, a, a lot of that, I like very much. <laughs> That made me, reminded, reminded me that you did a song, you did some finger style on a guitar song you did the other oh. week. That I'd, 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 I, I wanted to film you. I don't know what you did, but it was, I really liked it. I, I can, okay. And you did a fiddly diddly thing
0: a with your right hand.
2: Oh, was it this? This, like... Something, you did something. It was just a neat technique that I haven't... That's the, maybe yeah. that's the only fiddly-diddly thing I can think of. <laughs> well, it was really nice, but it was that kind of thing. Okay. Kirk is holding the the guitar pick between his thumb and and, and, and first finger, but he's he's not being lazy with his with his other uh, fingers. He's he'll he'll play something and then he'll pull up with uh, on the on, on on the the higher strings, uh, and somehow he keeps a really nice rhythm going. It's,
1: it's a. Neat. It's act-
0: this started actually very accidentally out of, um, like, a I have this four string guitar. It's I think it's a tenor guitar. I have a tenor guitar
2: too. I have it right here.
0: Really? It's my favorite thing. It's I, I love it. I'll show it to you. Yeah, awesome. Because um, this sounds really <clears throat> good on those guitars. And it, oh. it my, mine has like it has the nylon strings. Oh. And for some reason, I, I, I basically I went to I went to uh, Qinghai like, wow, seven years ago or something. Uh-huh. Or six years ago and. I really wanted to, because we were in this, like, it was in Xining, and then we went up to Tongren, which has a lot of like, sort of Tibetan pilgrims and stuff, and I was hoping I could find some kind of awesome Tibetan stringed instrument and could, you know, learn it. <laughs> you, <laughs> I, I are, like instruments, right? you are doing that good, good labor. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll, it, I yeah. Um, and and I totally could not find anything. I just found a bunch of like little guitar shops that were kind of packed together, was, like maybe two or three of them, and then uh, I w- was poking around defeated, and then I looked in the wall, and there was this four-string little guitar from this, a company named Stamar, S-T-A-M-A-R, um, and I played it, I was, was just very impressed by its sound. It just sounded like an old, uh, kind of almost unplaceable instrument that could be anything, really, depending on what you do with it. Sort of this in between kind of sound, and so um yeah. And then that—that—that that, 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 that technique basically just somehow came out of that guitar.
2: That is great. Yeah. Wow. That's, I'd love it's to show you easy. how to do
0: it. It's, it's, yeah. It's, I wish it's, you would. It's kind of out of a, ba- a claw hammer kind of.
2: Upside yeah, down. and see here. Here I'm a banjo player, and I still I just the claw hammer stuff. I think. I need to get a good teacher and put myself into some Zen sort of state, and then <laughs> where a lot of time passes, like it, uh, where I'm practicing all the time and then I mm-hmm. forget about it. Well, you know who's coming later this year is uh, Ken Perlman. I I've, I've met him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's he is yeah he's the best. It's amazing,
0: right? Yeah. Chris, Chris is gonna work to bring him over here and uh, arrange some tour, sort of like a tour.
2: Oh, for him. That's gr- oh, I need to meet Chris. Chris is... He's another he's, guy that he's is a, he's a amazing fiercely, person, yeah. Uh, yeah. communicative guy, yeah. Very I'm much so. To him. Very much. Well, maybe I'll get to meet him tonight. You so. will absolutely. He'll yeah. be there. Um, he'll be singing.
0: Uh, he's pretty much our lead singer. I'd say he's our uh, front man, basically. Um, well, can I um Why don't don't we go ahead and uh, wrap up, and then I'll I'll get out the uh, nicer microphone and maybe record another song. Sure, absolutely.
2: Cool. Well, um, yeah, it's a shame, again, that uh, uh, I wish that uh, you you have access to my recordings, uh, the Nomad stuff, because it was fun to, for example, put a banjo and a horsehead fiddle together (laughs) along with a guitar and play some... Uh, some of my songs as mm-hmm. well as some uh, traditional Chinese songs and, and so on. Mm-hmm. That's That was kind of a fun thing to do. So uh, we hope to keep going with that and I'm going to say just again um, maybe you'll have a chance uh, sometime soon to meet and see Joe Chow play. Uh, I would love to. I just think he's just a dynamic, very important player mm-hmm. and I, I hoping to get him to the States so that audiences can enjoy him as well mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he's from Shanghai, is he? Uh actually he has a he has a very interesting story he's a uh, beijing yeah oh really okay. beijing okay. but he moved here many years ago uh-huh. and he'll tell you the story but uh, when he was uh many many years ago he he had an accident uh, mm. and he was in the hospital for a long time and okay. he had this kind of encountering well his you encounter your mortality every now and again Mm-hmm. And he decided to dedicate his life. He said, "Well, I'm a. I can play guitar," and and he became an outstanding guitarist. And wow. he plays music in a way that that uh, he abandons a lot of of rules because I think somewhere in his personality he doesn't like a lot of rules.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And not all artists can do that, but mm-hmm. I think maybe because he is, he's developed himself as an artist. He, he just does what he wants to do, but it's always right. Like when you read a good good literature or a good something, you know.
1: Mm.
2: It could go any direction, and they're all good. And that's what he tends to do. I'm very jealous of him. Well, I hope I
0: get to talk to him sometime. it would be great. Yeah. And uh, Paul, thank you so much for letting letting me come talk to you absolutely
2: <clears throat> your- more than happy and I I'm so glad to to meet you and and your fellas I feel like you guys are a lifeline to a the Chinese artistic community and very happy for you
0: yeah well and I'm, I'm super <clears throat> looking forward to your your uh, your 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 plans for for Dolly and, and, and Yunnan. I hope those
2: those are gonna be very fun and interesting and I think with a lot of nice musical energy that's already coming there it's beautiful out there, and I think we can transform it from a hippie paradise to let's hang on to all the hippies out there and all the Chinese hippies. I'm not singling anyone out. We're all <laughs> we all have our hippie culture, but let's bring them all out to Dali, and then let's let's upgrade. Let's let's bring some new technology and and uh, and start doing. Let's discover the hippie movement of the mid. 2010s or what you, <laughs> of our own of our own time,
1: yeah, and let's do
2: it in yeah. Dali and let's share it in a good way with the world. Yeah, sharing it in a good way with the world—that's pretty like much it.
0: That should be I think so. <laughs> Well, the podcast was going to end here, but actually our conversation just kept going. So figured might as well keep it. Here's the second little chunk of our conversation with Paul Meredith.
2: I was just talking about uh, the track on the CD in the grasslands, which I recorded pretty much all the, the parts and just left a lot of open spaces mm-hmm. knowing that I was going to get a horsehead fiddler to come in. And he just played with such abandonment not really worried about time or all this he just played and boy I mean when I listened back to it I felt like I was in the grasslands riding on a horse and I didn't quite know where that horse was going to go but it sure was a fun ride and like wow and that's the way I felt when I heard him play back on it I felt very happy yeah well I'll show you that song yeah because it's I don't know if you can find the chords, but I went... some pretty nice uh, horse head fiddle on that.
0: Man, that was, that was really... it's like... it's kind of metal almost. Yeah, something like that. There's, a, yeah. <laughs> I guess it kind of makes, there's, there's some magic, almost cosmic, I feel, or maybe, maybe just a very, very, basic human connection in certain kinds of folk music from around the world you know, i think get, so too like bluegrass with mongolian stuff like yeah. there's there's definitely i mean we, we've played with um <clears throat> Xiaohu in, in, in beijing from from uh, idnai ah. um he used to be the hospital player for Hongai, and mm-hmm. then um, he got really just kind of ex- like kind of exhausted from from they're their really they i mean they tour a lot so he was demanding yeah, yeah he was just like i this isn't exactly what I want to be doing, so I like I kind of want to do something different. And so he went off and did something different, and he started his own band, and it's because, also awesome now, doing some great touring
2: That's stuff. nice. That's nice. Our lives are so short. You should try. Right. So we hurt. We learn a bitter lesson that we we should try to do the things pursue. Right. Uh, things like that. That was probably a hard decision for him.
0: I think it was really difficult, and it actually right right after he. Maybe a year or so afterward, right when his he started the band, it was starting to go well. They were starting to play shows. Yeah. And I even have some old recordings from their original shows, yeah. but uh, his his father passed away, and so he Didn't went it? home. and And his dad was this amazing. Uh, uh, in, in Chinese, is the word which means like passing on traditions. Yeah. Like yes. Like mm-hmm. Um And he was a tradition bearer of this of his. <clears throat> In the town region. well, like of, it, of this whole this kind of nomadic storytelling style, right? And playing the Sishian, that four string version of the Arhu, kind of. Yeah, it's, it's um, and so he yeah, actually Xiaohu grew up kind of playing the Sishian, mm. um, and then switched over to,
2: to Horsehead Fiddle. Um, but we, anyway, we we, we played with him he, a bit, but that's <clears throat> I think a f- an amazing thing happens, and it's it has to do with our human art. Sorry mm. to be so I don't know ethereal about it, but I think things like that, the experience that you're talking about, <clears throat> I think that those things come out in the person's the way they play, what they write, how they express themselves, things like that. Yeah. And not only that, I think that you that, that we who are not quite so steeped, we can still hear it. There's something. There's it a wisdom deep. or something, and the wisdom. There's what's the sound of wisdom? Yeah. We don't know, but, but I still think it, that. Yeah. yeah, and I think I just when I hear stuff like that, mm-hmm. I just yeah. I think I think after his dad died, that I mean, his music
0: got a, mo- a lot deeper, and it, yeah, Just sure. kind of got actually kind of a shamanistic element to it. Yeah, yeah, there's this one song they have that's called Shaman, and it's 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 really kind of dark and and. Mysterious sounding. Just, when you listen to it, it's, like, oh. it's in five. Yeah. It's in five four two. Yeah. Sounds really
2: cool. Um, yeah. Real nice. You're finding some chords on that. It, it feels like You're probably a mandolin player. Oh, well, I play fiddle. So. Yeah, it's, okay. It's, yeah. But never. But you have to get used to forgetting the key you're in because you're playing. Yeah. Now instead of your G shape. You have to play
0: another shape. I'm, I'm, I have to transpose you, everything. immediately yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You could do it. You can do it. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Let me try. You You heard me playing that um, that um, uh, a while back. Maybe you can find uh, uh, the shape. It's mm-hmm. the key of E major here. But okay. I don't know what that would translate into it, but I was doing a song that, in, in called, uh, that I, call, I called it a Shanghai story called La Mian, which La Mian, uh, for your listeners, is the yummy Chinese noodles that you can find on the street. And how could that possibly be romantic? Well, I well. don't know, but here's the song. <laughs> I'm not wasting guitar, but... Is so good and cheap and I don't want to spend money on lunch. Seriously. Just go get it. <laughs> Just go. And they're everywhere.
0: <laughs> Many thanks to Paul Meredith for his songs and good humor. Check out his band Nomads on CDBaby.com and his wife Carolyn Chung's amazing pottery at ThePotteryWorkshop.com.cn Till next time, happy picking.
1: Thank you.